Uh, welcome to Future Foodcast. I'm Pam Lyme Miller, your host. Thank you so much to our sponsor, Farm to Plate. They are a software company committed to creating tomorrow's food business ecosystem today. I am very excited to have our guest today. Wait until you hear all of the innovative things that are going on at his company. His name is Vishal Vijay. He is the Director of Strategic Investments with AgriCorp International. Welcome to the podcast, Vishal. Thanks, Pam. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. And I do have to mention that we're literally across the world from each other. For our listeners and viewers that may not know, uh, I'm headquartered in the southeast of the United States, and you are right now 12 hours ahead of me in Singapore. So that's yeah. that's kind of fun. Uh, yeah. We truly, truly do have an international podcast. We did before, but now we uh, foray into Singapore. We're excited about that. Well, tell us about what's happening just broadly at AgriCorp International that you're involved with. Oh, it's there's there's, there's probably uh, more less that I'm involved with than the stuff that I'm involved with. Okay, uh, we, 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 you know, I'm part of the general management of the company and. and Really looking at uh, at the overall, you know, we chart a course and we try and try and you know maintain our path towards achieving our target. Uh, okay. uh, the company was started by my by my dad thirty years ago, and uh, kind of the second generation management that's that's in the company. My my brothers in the company too, so it's it's both of us that are that are really trying to uh, to you know to 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 continue on this trajectory of growth that we that we've had. Uh, over the last few years, and and hopefully you know have have a have a business that is that you know that can that can last many generations doing you know the the good work that we we we've been able to do uh, do so far. I didn't realize you were uh, family owned, second generation. I think that's really exciting to to hear, and and I know our our listeners love that. It's kind of nice to see you carrying on the um, mission that your dad started. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, and uh, you know, we are um, the the underlying business is really you know to to connect the parts of the world that 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 grow food and ag- agri agri commodities uh, to the parts of the world that, especially in in the Asia Pacific region, that 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 need that need that product uh, in order to to meet you know the the nutritional. Uh, requirements of, of of their population. So so our major markets are countries such as Bangladesh, India, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Indonesia. These are these are countries with large populations, fairly you know uh, you know fairly uh, that that have limited arable land and require you know this and and do import some of their uh, food and agri commodities requirements. Uh, we work with all the large. Uh, Food manufacturers and processors, and in, in, in that in that part of the world, um, and we we help them with with their, with their sourcing, such that you know they don't need to have, uh, you know, they don't need to have people on the ground in 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 the parts of the world that 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 produce you know the product that they need. You know, these are these are far far away parts of the world, like in the U.S. and Canada and in Brazil, and uh, in uh, in the Black Sea region. So. So, so that that's kind of the the service that we provide, and that's the that that's the that's been the the bread and butter part of the business that we've been able to to develop and and expand off of into into some of the more you know new and exciting areas such as an alternative protein and, and yeah so 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 you know we're, we're you know we've been 
we've been, you know, I think, I think, you know, I think the 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 role that the business is playing is still 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 important, especially now in, in this, especially in the last couple of years with with uh, you know with all the challenges that we've seen with regards to food security coming from you know the Russia Ukraine conflict as well as COVID. I think you know that's really elevated the kind of role that that companies like like us actually play. Exactly. You're you're trying to find you're staying close to the farmers who are producing and trying to source that product for those countries that can't provide enough food for their own people or they don't have, like you said, the land to be able to grow that. And you're you're marrying those two, bringing them together and um, pr- really providing a service on both ends of that. And that's really been your core business and very needed, by the way. We we don't, as consumers, we don't hear the name AgriCorp International, but there's so much that you do behind the scenes to enable some of the bigger manufacturers and, and the different countries that you service to be able to provide their products to their consumers. So that's really been the core of your business. And that's obviously very profitable. But then the other part is that you're you're moving on too. You're you've still got that core business, but you've got some exciting things going on at AgriCorp, some new business ideas and some innovation that's happening. I know you just talked about, I think you said something about plant-based. I'm not sure, but I know that's something I would like to talk to you about today. Yeah, no, absolutely. So we're um, you know, with that with the with the core business, you know, we've become one of the market leaders in, in, uh, in pulses, which are uh, products such as lentils, chickpeas uh, that come under come under legumes, but you know, a subcategory of legumes. So it does, doesn't include soy, but but includes uh, you know, like I said, lentils, chickpeas, peas, fava beans. So we've um, so so we've we've become a market leader in, the, in that particular market, and uh, and we we wanted to uh, we wanted to. To see what more we could do, we could do in this space. And in the last few years, there's been a, you know, as you've seen, you know, around the world with brands such as Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods coming coming to the fore, especially in, in on, on your, you know, you're seeing those brands feature more and more in your in, in your in your on your dinner plate. Um, I think you know we've we've started to see a lot of interest in in what uh, what 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 role uh, pulses can play. Uh, in this in this push towards more sustainable diets and more and more and, and a more sustainable food supply chain, uh, so we we started you know a few years ago we started investing and and uh, we set up our uh, our first facility in Canada that that extracts protein from beef and that's been running now for I think four years now and, and it's doing quite well supplying pea protein into the into the North American market. And uh, yeah, we, we've also, you know, we've also, uh, once we started doing that, the next step was to see, you know, was to see, you know, what more we could do, you know, once we produce the ingredient, uh, you know, how do we make the ingredient processing better? And how do we, what, what, what are some of the food applications we can, we can devise with the ingredients? So that's, under that premise, we then started uh, a research facility here in Singapore, where we, where we got a few researchers working on understanding the functional properties of plant proteins better, as well as trying to conceptualize applications uh, that 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 use these products, and and then one one thing obviously leads to another, and, and on the back of that, we then we then launched you know a couple of years about eighteen months ago, we launched our uh, our consumer brand which is called Herbie Bro, uh, where we where we've got these plant based dairy products which today mainly cheeses that uh, use. Uh, the proteins that we that we manufacture, 
And uh, that's, that's, you know, that brand is really trying to address, you know, some of the challenges that we see, at least in, uh, in, plant, in the plant-based industry today, in which, you know, products have very long uh, ingredient lists and, 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 you know, are, may not, you know, may not necessarily provide a healthier option as they do a sustainable option. So we're, we're trying to, you know, to, to really uh, conceptualize products high in nutrition, as well as, you know, maybe little, you know, you know, we're, we're trying to, we use a rule of 10 in our, in that, in, in our labels where we, we try and keep it to 10 or less ingredients uh, in, each, in each of the products. 10 or less, I'm sorry, explain that to me. 10 or less, rule of 10. 10 or less ingredients. Oh, ingredients. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you're getting yeah, so from all the the long list that you were talking about and really staying more straightforward. And so those of us who are consumers actually can read the label and know what we're getting. In sure, sure. <laughs> so I, think, I mean, you know, the, you know, having all the re most recent consumer reports that have been coming out have suggested that consumers really are reading labels more than they've, they've ever done so in the past. And their, 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 their decisions on which, on what brands to buy and what not to buy really stems from, you know, understanding what kind of health benefit the product will provide uh, to themselves. So that's the number one consideration, even higher than price uh, today. So, so we are trying to, and that's been actually more of a recent shift, I think. Uh, and, and especially, I think, I think COVID has contributed to that because it's really, you know, the, the pandemic really made everyone aware, more aware of their health than ever before. So I think, I think, I think um, we're, we're, you know, what we are trying to do at Healthy is to try and to try and build something that's aligned with, with this with this particular trend. Right. And with the herbivore la uh, line, I know that I, I should have really said um, plant-based protein too, that that uh, part of what you were trying to do with the pea protein and some of the other things you're extracting, working with the legumes. But um, you also are answering one of the main consumer trends, which is the pandemic. You're You're absolutely right, Vishal. Consumers are more interested in healthier diets because they're realizing that really shoring up their immune system and eating better is going to help their body fight off disease and, and just keep them healthier moving forward. They are paying attention. You're absolutely right. They are reading the labels and they care what's on the label. So obviously you've done your research and you know exactly what's going on with them, but, but they are, we are we are definitely reading the labels. So I think that your focus is absolutely right on. I, I hope that things start to take off for those brands. I don't know how, how uh, they're doing, you know, how the plant-based proteins are going as far as gaining traction, but you're, you know, people are more open to having alternatives on their plate. Yeah, I think, I think the long-term trend is strong. I think Recently, you know, there's been, a, you know, especially, you know, a lot of people have been talking about, you know, how the Beyond Meat stock has been performing and, and, and using that as, you know, as a reflection of the wider industry. And I think, um, you know, the, the way I'd respond to that is, you know, you know, for example, you know, when, you know, when, when, you know, when, when smartphones first came about, you know, there was a lot of there were people, a lot of people that, that were, that were against it. And, you know, was, you know, were talking about, you know, how can you keep this bulky thing in your pocket? And, and, and I think, um, I think we're still in the uh, very, very early days of the innovation cycle. Uh, I don't think we've even seen, you know, the, the, 
the Apple grade of plant-based products in the market yet, right? So I think I think you will over the next you know four to five years see a better better quality of product coming into the market, um, mm -hmm. and so I think there's just this this short-term volatility that we're seeing today, uh, mm -hmm. but but I think the long-term the long-term trend is robust, and I think. You know, you know what? You know, whenever we whenever we look at trends, we look at you know we try and operate off of fundamentals, and the fundamentals remain as it is, right? You know, we still do have uh, an issue with our with our food supply chains in terms of making it more sustainable. Uh, global warming is still a, a still an, a challenge that we need to address today, and you know sooner or later we're going to have to figure out a way to uh, to make you know to to reduce our emissions and and you know. You know, there was a there was a report uh, from BCG. I think it was about nine months ago, nine to twelve months ago. They really said that you know one of the major ways that that mankind can contribute towards lower emissions is adopting uh, more of a plant based diet, right? So, so I think, so I think you know we'll get there. I think you know in the short term, you know obviously you know there's a little bit of of uncertainty, but in the longer term, and I don't mean longer term as in fifty years. I think. I'm talking longer term as in five to 10 years, uh, I think we'll get there. And, you know, all the decisions that we are making as a company is with that view in mind that, you know, even though, even though there is short-term uncertainty in the, in the plant-based space, you know, we still are doubling down. We still are investing more. We still are growing what we can uh, to, because we believe that, that, you know, the five to five to 10 year horizon is robust. Yeah, nice. And I think your your example is a good one. Maybe the market is shaking out a little bit and people are deciding what direction they want to go and what they like and don't like. And, uh, you know, are, do they just want things that that look like the meat they normally eat or are they open to other newer products that, you know, it's it's doesn't necessarily look exactly like a burger. So you call it a plant-based burger or, you know, that kind of thing. I think that it's all going to become identified as we move further down the road and and more and more people are adopting eating some of these kind of products. I think you're right about that. We're just going to shake out a little bit. But the future is strong. I mean, we need to, we just need to figure out some alternatives. I don't think meat eating will ever go away uh, because there's a, a vast part of the population that I, I feel like will continue to be meat eaters or eat meat as a part of their diet. But I certainly think there's a place for the plant-based proteins as well and nutritionally to, you know, for, take us forward. And um, the health benefits are good too. And the less processed, you know, the less ingredients in there, I think that's a real positive that you were talking about with one of your focuses is the less processed because that is a challenge with some of the plant-based things. They have to be very processed to get them to simulate the meat products. And so the less things, uh, ingredients you can put in there, the better you are. So that's really great. Well, you've actually, you've actually hit the nail on the head there with the word simulate, right? So that actually is not as important as what a lot of brands have, have, have thought, right? Uh, okay. As I said, the, number, the main consideration is health and then second is price, right? And, and, and third is, is taste and texture. Okay. Uh, none of those top three, uh, are saying that you need to mimic uh, what is what you know the conventional proteins, right? If you provide you know a, a, a nice enough user experience, it could be a unique user experience, but if you provide a nice enough user experience, 
consumers will, will get there, right? And, you know, I was reading, uh, you know, there was some interesting commentary on, on social media this past week about, you know, how plant-based, the plant-based market uh, needs to follow, you know, markets such as quinoa, for example, uh, where, you know, where, you know, quinoa is now, the consumption of quinoa around, you know, in North America and, 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 and in Europe is something like 80, 80 to $90 billion a year. Right. It's become it's become one of the major uh, carb, carbohydrate replacements on your on your uh, on your dinner table, right? And and that you know that didn't come about because quinoa said, "Hey, I'm the new rice." Quinoa, you know, the quinoa market, you know, with some intelligent marketing uh, focused on on you know a lot on the health benefits, uh, as well as you know the ancient grains angle, where you know this was something that mankind has historically has historically been uh, consuming but but not but not more recently so i think i think you know that's that i thought that was that that is something that's that's very interesting as well and could be you know a path that that uh, some of the plant-based uh, brands also also take i think there's been this over focus on simulating uh, these these products that have existed for millennia which is which is very difficult to do and may not necessarily be the most important thing to do as well and because of this focus on, on simulating what the consumer is used to, you then end up adding a whole bunch of extra ingredients and making it making your food product look more like a chemistry project than, than a food product, right? Which could be counterintuitive for the for the for what you're trying to achieve with the with the consumer. So. Yes, counterintuitive is exactly right. And that is that is my comment. So I'm glad to hear you say that. What I the majority of what I've seen, however, is companies trying to simulate the meat products. You know, it's bacon that looks like bacon, or it looks like a sausage, or it's a plant-based burger. It looks like the meat patty, but it's a plant-based burger. And and I'm I'm glad to hear you say uh, that maybe the total focus shouldn't be on that. Maybe your total focus isn't on that. It's on some of the health benefits and the pricing. And of course, you want to have a good tasting product, no matter what it looks like. I think consumers aren't going to continue to eat it if it doesn't taste good. I was an early adopter of protein bars, for example, a long time ago. And they used to taste like cardboard. I don't know if you ever, you know, when you work out. Still do. Still do. (laughs) No, they don't. There's (laughs) some do. I don't eat them as much as I used to, but early on it was it was a hard (laughs) trade-off if you wanted to. So I get what you're saying. And I'm happy to hear that you're um not trying to put all the different, make it a science project, like you were saying, to add all the different things in there. So that'll be fun development. Well, you're also partnering with some universities to do research. I mean, back to, you know, your bread and butter and really what your company was founded on is the crops and the things that are grown. So tell us a little bit about some of the research you're doing in in those areas to improve what how we're growing. Sure, sure. So, you know, we're, we're trying to partner with, uh, with research institutions as well as companies uh, to develop, you know, uh, to, to address, to try and uh, address uh, inefficiencies in the, entire, in the entire supply chain spectrum, right? Uh, so, so, you know, one of the strong research collaborations we have is with the Singapore Institute of Technology, where we are really looking at, you know, we, we've, got a, we've got a team located at their at their laboratories here in uh, here in Singapore, really trying to uh, work out, you know, how how do we better how do we better extract how do we improve the efficiencies 
of extracting proteins from leg, uh, from uh, from pulses. And when you improve the efficiencies, obviously the cost of the protein comes down. Trying to improve, uh, trying to re uh, use a more enzyme-based extraction uh, approach. Today, the, uh, the, the conventional extraction methods for protein uh, do involve uh, acid precipitation, which, which you, know, you know, in some definitions prevents the ingredient from being classified as a clean label ingredient. Uh, so we are, we are trying to, to introduce a more enzyme-based approach. Uh, to extraction, uh, we also trying to 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 you know when you when you extract protein, the byproduct is starch, which is not the most high value ingredient. Uh, we are trying to convert some of the starch into glucose, which 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 is a higher value ingredient. And when you when you get more value for your byproducts, your know, the value the the value you need to get from your core product also comes down. So everything that we're trying to do is essentially to 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 bring down the cost of the plant based protein. Uh, which would then promote you know, wider, wider adoption. We are the, the, that's one set of the research that we're doing. The other side is, is really to understand functional properties of plant-based proteins more and how we can apply that better in, uh, to, cre to create a higher quality of consumer, of consumer product. Right? One of the, where we are trying to look at the three, the three focus areas, you know, better health, better, uh, you know, lower price, as well as, Good taste and, and texture, right? You know, as I said, one of the you know our research focus is not to mimic what is what what you know what is already what can the conventional protein. I think that will come naturally with with the with the third focus of, of taste and texture. But but you know it's not that's not the overarching uh, goal. Then beyond beyond just this, you know, on the on you know with 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 some of the uh, advanced breeding companies, uh, we're trying to work with them to. To develop um, higher protein and cleaner tasting uh, seeds that that you know that can be grown and, and and brought in into the into the extraction process. So if you if you have a better quality of raw material, you'll also have a better quality of finished product as well. Okay, uh, so that's how we're kind of you know to go trying to trying to do something on a on an end to end basis. Uh, we also understand that you know we are, we are you know we're a company you know we're, we're not like a large you know you know, FMCG like a Unilever or, or PepsiCo or something like that. So, so we, we can only, you know, we, you know, we need, we need partners to, to, in order to do, in order to do the research work that we're doing. So, so, so that's, you know, we're, we're trying to find, you know, good partners to, 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 to work with. And we're still open to that, you know, we're still open to collaborating with, with, uh, with more, with more counterparties too. Sure. Do you have any recent partnerships that you wanted to share with us? Yeah, absolutely. So you know, this is more on the this is this is more on the processing side. But we, we recently announced a joint venture with with a dairy company in Japan uh, to set up a, a new protein extraction facility in in Malaysia. Uh, and this facility will be different to what we're doing in Canada. In Canada, we're, we're using a dry extraction technique to produce a protein that's in the sixty to sixty five percent concentration range. Uh, the facility in Malaysia will produce a higher grade of protein that's in that 80 to 85 percent range. Uh, and I think this partnership is really cool because, you know, we're kind of, you know, as opposed to trying to compete with dairy, we're trying to partner with dairy to popularize plant-based proteins. Because, you know, the, the, the company we're partnering with, they're, they're called Meg Milk Snow Brand, and they're the, they're the, they're one of the top three largest dairy companies in Japan. They're, they're, they're a publicly traded company there. 
um, and they themselves understand that you know that they you know they can't ignore the, the push towards you know more sustainable plant-based diets. So they want to they want to invest and get involved in the in the same in the same area as well to future-proof their business. Uh, yeah. So as opposed to to trying to compete or resist you know these kind of partnerships, I think it's important that we we do uh, partner even with the dairy industry uh, to to try and uh, popularize. Uh, plant-based products and and the way they're seeing it is they they want to develop you know as part of you know they want to work with with us to unlock you know the Japanese market and you know Japan has 150 million consumers uh, one of the top 10 uh, largest uh, con- you know population bases in the world uh, but also you know very similar in profile uh, to to the type of consumer that's in the US so I think you know it's a it's a it's a very a strong market uh, for for plant based uh, for plant based uh, proteins as well. So we're, we're very excited about that partnership. Nice, Vishal. I'm really glad to hear you say that. I think there is so much to be gained by collaboration in the in the food industry, and rather than the competitive spirit, like you were saying, there are things to be gained for both of you to collaborate on this. And again, future proof really both of your businesses moving forward together with the the best of both. So glad to hear that. Uh, Well, we've talked about lots of things that AgriCorp International is involved in, researching some product ideas that you have. Is there anything else that you would like to leave with our audience before we go? (laughs) Um, I mean, yeah, I think, I think, you know, I think, you know, you know, you, you touched on it earlier, right? The audience may not have heard of us, you know, we're kind of, you know, we're, we're, we're mainly a B2B brand, a B2B company, you know, really working with some of the, the large food manufacturers and uh, and processors around the world that, that some of the audience would have, would have, would have. Heard of. But, you know, I think, I think, I think, you know, we, you know, I, lo- I like doing these kind of sessions like this because, it, you know, I think it we were able to, to touch, you know, reach out to, to an audience that, that may not have heard of us. And, and you know maybe you know you know get a little bit of understanding of of the kind of work that we do and and you know the importance of it. So I think I think that's that that's that's really cool. I think hopefully you know as we you know with with you know with our plant based brand as that scales up. You know today the the focus of that brand has mainly been in 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 Singapore and and the and, and the nearby markets. Uh, but you know over the next few years we hope to get you know that brand out into 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 Europe and North America too. So I think, you know, hopefully, you know, we'll, uh, more people will, will, will get to, get to, get to hear of us and understand what we do from the, from that brand, uh, from that brand scaling up. Uh, you know, I think, and, 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 you know, the last thing is, I think, you know, we, you know, I, I think, uh, I think, you know, we're going to see some really exciting, it's a very exciting time to be in this, in, in, in this, in this business. I think, you know, we've, you know, we've seen a lot of, um, We've seen a lot of uh, volatility in you know in the, in the financial markets and more recently in the in the tech markets I think, but I think you know in this particular industry for uh, for you know for food supply chains uh, as well as uh, as well as uh, especially in the area of making you know of, of making these supply chains more sustainable I think there's going to be a lot of developments that comes into into the space over the next few years and I think you know it's it's an extremely exciting space to get be in so I'd urge everyone who has an opportunity to be in the space to, to try and to try and get involved as well. Yeah. 
Well, I really appreciate you educating our listeners and sharing the initiatives that AgriCorp has has happening and also really the foundation of your business, which is providing essential service and to countries that are in need of it, providing the food that they need to feed their populations. Uh, I really, really appreciate that. And I know our sponsor appreciates you coming on because Farm to Plate is all about enabling better food supply management, food supply chain management. And that's exactly the space you're in. So they are very interested in bringing this kind of information to the audience because people don't really know what goes on kind of in the B2B world. We we know what we buy at the end, but we don't always know how it gets there and all, all that goes on in the research that you're doing. So thank you so much for sharing that with us, Vishal. No problem. Have a great night. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Ben. Really enjoyed being here. Thanks for listening to Future Foodcast. Future Foodcast is powered by Farm to Plate, the leading food blockchain platform. Subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to stay up to date with the very latest innovations in the food industry. 